Hello, all. This is Blonde Haired Girl. So, you know, I, I, I just, I'm like, God, you know, I'm, I'm running out of material. <laughs> it's like I don't really know what to talk about. I had um, looked through my stats, and my, my listenership has gone. It's gone down since like February, so we're going on to you know months now um that that my listenership has has you know been down but i you know I don't really care i I do this because I'm interested in ideas and and I feel like my my loyals my loyal people are 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 interested in ideas too, or they wouldn't be listening to to my material. So, I'm just gonna keep going, and I appreciate you guys. You have no idea how much I appreciate you. But um, I this I've been I really have been focused on my work. I'm and it's getting down to the wire now and I think next week I'm I'm going to be um actually getting some some of my students and getting them on a schedule and starting to go to the schools. I'm I'm really excited. I I'm I'm excited about about doing this. There's there's things about my job that I'm very excited about. Um, and possibly getting my license. I mean, that's another thing is that I would have the opportunity to have like supervision that I don't have to pay for. Uh, and, and I, I, I'm worth, I'm worth a lot to them. I mean, I, I've been kind of doing a little bit of the math and I'm sitting there going, I'm worth a crap ton of money to them. <laughs> um, and so, and so I, they get a lot out of me as well, you know, even not having a license. Um, but I have to take this big test though. And to take this big test, I got to do some kind of studying. It's sort of like taking a bar or the boards, you know, I'm, <laughs> It's not that big a deal, but I mean, it kind of is. In order to get my license, I have to, I have to pass a test. I'm not sure. I don't know all the details about that, but I know it's something that I have to do. And so I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm like, oh God. Um, but I'm pretty excited. I mean, about the prospects. And then I, I have like all these hours. I think it's like, 900 hours uh, of supervision that I have to do and which will add up really fast if you think about a you know a, you know if I'm seeing 30 clients a week you know if you do the math on that I could get through this pretty quickly but I'm guessing around a year so in like a year I I could conceivably have my license and be able to work on my own, you know, from anywhere in the, anywhere. Um, 
just straight for, I'm not sure how that all works. Um, but it's exciting. And so we'll see. And I'm excited about my little, my littles, um, my children. I'm going to, I was looking through some materials yesterday. Um, some like art stuff, you know, like paint and little easels, you know, like stuff. And I, I was, it was exciting. I was like, oh God, it's going to be so much fun. I mean, like truly. And so it's all coming together is what I'm trying to say. Um, the biggest thing I've been worried about is just the, I have to do an assessment uh, initial like a uh, initial assessment service plan this like big meeting and I did one yesterday kind of a mock one and it took me hours it took me three hours to do it uh, but admittedly part of the problem was I couldn't get the keypad to work because you have to like you have this like little keypad thing and people sign it and then it goes in signatures and um I couldn't get that to work. And I even like kind of tried to get with the IT and then that wasn't working. So did this solve your problem? And I said, no, it was kind of like, oh, thank you for your feedback. It was so funny, um, but it didn't, it didn't um, solve my problem. So that added a lot of time. Oh, pardon me, my yawn. All right. So. I wanted to talk about something because I just, I just, I, I had alluded to it or talked about it briefly uh, in a previous podcast, but I really, and it, and that is about this, this buy-in that a number, a number of people have, it's sort of, the war of the sexes. And his needs, her needs, and who holds the balance of power in the relationship. And I don't know. It almost seems like in this like like war, and I keep, and I'm kind of, I am. I'm referring to this TikTok. It somehow I've gotten on this this path where I keep getting these TikToks about this. And and I it's just they just kind of feel really ugh god to me, you know? It's like you know, I'd watched certain of the first ones, and I don't know, I was always just kind of struck by them. But, <clears throat> so, apparently there's a there's a guy that has become a TikTok sensation. I think his, I'm not sure what his name is, and it doesn't matter, but he has gotten the attention of a lot of, of males, and he talks in a way that's incredibly sexist and and i've I've actually seen him a little bit in action, not much but and and he appears to be he appears to be talking 
in all seriousness, this banter of, in a, in a way that is like really, blech, you know, not very favorable. Um, and what is ending up happening is, is that young people, younger boys, younger men are watching this guy and are being influenced by him. And I, in some cases, these, these boys are going to school and are saying extremely rude comments to little girls, young girls, you know, calling them like you're fat and you're just, I mean, it's, and, and this, this, this guy has a huge following apparently. And, and so then other people of the male persuasion are, are following suit. And, and so, so here's the thing. When I get things onto my TikTok, I don't really know what I'm seeing. I'm seeing like some little teeny little snippet of somebody's video and 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 I and I have my own impression of it, but it's a very small impression, but what is ending up happening is is that women are just railing against this and and they're just they're just going off and they're duetting and then there's triple duets and all these these videos and and so there's like a lot of fire going on here and and I'm sitting there and I'm like my god you know like where do we go from this? Because in some ways it kind of seems like the whole system has is is falling apart. And 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 sometimes I'm not sure that that it doesn't have to fall apart in order for something better to come along or for us to like really look at at the dysfunction of how things have become in relationship. And and I'm talking specifically about romantic relationship. And then and and actually I'm not even necessarily talking about like heterosexual relationship. I mean I think this could be any kind of relationship. Um when two people get together A lot of times, if we if we are really looking at at ourselves, we in the evolution of ourselves we can see that it's not really love. It's not really a loving relationship, and and I don't believe we're doing this on purpose. You know, I don't. I don't think we set out to be this way. I think it's, it's cultural. I think it's norms. It's norms to be this way. So this this young 
man is creating norms about relational issues and how to interact with people that we're in romantic relationships with or liaisons with because it seems like he he and I don't even know if he's espousing love like he may not even use that word it's just a women are just an like a, an object to him for whatever it is he wants them for you're just useful to me you know for my and there's no love in it. <laughs> so I just, I'm going to go down here. You know, I'm doing that thing I do. You all know I'm a rambler. I'm a rambler girl. <laughs> um, I was watching this TikTok the other day and I'd seen this, this video before. I had, I'd seen it before, but I had forgotten about it as we all do, like, when we see, I don't even know how many of these little blurbs I've watched, but, and it was of this, this young person who looked like he was in like China. I think it was China. It could have been the Orient. Um, it could have been Japan, Vietnam. I don't know, but it was over in that region of the planet. And, he and as he goes through his day he's he's doing these acts of kindness and so he's he there's this plant and it's dying and he moves the plant over to to like a a a storm like those gutters where it'll get water he just simply moves the plant over a few feet and the the plant starts to get water and then he he's like giving to he's helping this woman with her cart he's um giving to the poor he's helping a dog he he and then it shows these little snippets that every single day he's doing this every day he's doing this and this and supposedly this other shop owner this shop owner is watching him and saying that kid is, you know, I mean, nobody's talking, but it's all like acted out. And he's like looking like that kid is like not doing the right thing. He's not very smart. He's not very a smart young man. And so it, it keeps going through these, these scenarios. And then in the end, what ends up happening is, I mean, the biggest one that had the biggest impact on me was the money because he kept giving money to this mother and her child. And then one day he goes to give the money and put it in her little her little bowl and she's not there. And And he looks like really upset, but then he looks over and she's in a school uniform. So he paid for her to go to school. I mean, I was, I literally was in tears. I'm sorry. It did. It made me cry. It was very, very well done. This was a very well done video. And, and basically what he was saying, the whole point of the, of this was that when we behave and it's it's in the act of loving 
where the juice is of love. It's in the act of loving. It's in the act of giving. It's in that act, the feeling that you get from loving another person. And I had actually discovered this in in my last romantic relationship. I had discovered it and it was like, it was like, whoa, oh my God, wow, okay, this is what they were talking about. Because like a lot of times for me, I don't know if it's like this for other people, but like I don't understand stuff until I understand it. And, and I had heard that, but it was just this far out, I don't know what that means, until I experienced it. And it was in the feeling from loving of loving this person. And I think I think for myself that is what I miss. You know, in in the idea of a romantic relationship with somebody is I miss loving someone. Um, even though I can love someone that's not in my physicality. So that's just what I do. I just love this person and send goodwill to this person a lot. But, but in not being in my physicality, you know, that's, um, and it just is what it is at this point, I guess. Um, I can't, I don't have any explanation for, for the fact that that has not um, come to fruition in my life, except that I, I, I mean, like I have just like really let it go. I just, you know, I just let it go. You know, I am, but whatever, I don't even want to talk about that, but I'm coming back to this idea that, a lot of times, like in romantic relationships, it's what is this person doing for me? It, it's about what this person is doing for me. What is he doing for me? And, and, <laughs> and that's not entirely where the juice is. And then I'm sitting here thinking and it's like, I don't know, I don't know that I've, like, it is challenging for me at this point, I shouldn't put that word on it, right? Because then when you put the word challenging, it pushes something away. But that's not even what I'm talking about. So I'm going to go back to, so, so this idea that what is happening in this like mini battle of the sexes is that that both sides are just are just quibbling about you know okay so one of the biggest things is that that men should not have any expectation that a woman is basically going to do anything for him as far as like 
like, like almost being like a domestic partner, like that, that she would make him a sandwich, you know, or, or make him dinner or like rub his back. Okay. So the presumption is that she is being made to work. And so she doesn't want to come home and have to take care of someone. That he's working, she's working. Why should she have to come home and take care of his needs? Why should he have that expectation? And I'm, I'm going to admit that I don't know what his his um, motivation is, but, and it was this tiny little excerpt, and I don't even know if it was his entire video. I feel like it might have been because I had gone to, because when they do edit, you can go to the original person who put up the post. So I may have, I may have pressed that back far enough to actually find the original post, and it was very short. Basically, this young man said, where are the women who, who make dinners and back rubs for a hardworking man? That's, what, that's all he said. It, you know, and I'm, and then the women just went nuts on this thing. Absolutely crazy. And I don't know if it was his video in particular that bothered him or just the general sense because they may have thought that he was one of these, the, this man who was wreaking havoc on, in, in throwing all kinds of bombs in this battle, the original TikToker problem. I don't know. Um, and so this this young man reminded them of that other person, and um, and I don't know. He just got pounced on. I'm just telling you. I've received like so much on my on my on my for you about this this young man's request. Okay, so I mean, okay, so even like taking it that he wants to know if there are women out there who <laughs> I'm laughing because I got to tell y'all something else. Anyway, um, if there are, are women out there who, and the, to me, if you want to talk about like love languages, which I'm, I'm not hugely into that whole idea, but whatever, He's telling you what he wa- what he needs, what he wants, what he needs. This is something that I would value in a relationship. Is is a woman who would want to take care of me. And 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 I don't know. I don't. You know. I, he wasn't saying every day. He wasn't saying every day I expect her to have dinner and rub my feet. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't saying that every day, but like, like I totally get that. Like (laughs) I remember this one time and it only actually happened one time. 
um, in my last relationship where I had come home from a really long day. I had to drive like hours away and I had this whole long day and I had come in and he like had like all of the candles because he, he had all of these like candles that you that were like battery operated and colorful and and I think he may have had music going we always had music going always <laughs> we um and and he was making dinner and I I walked in the door and I was just in shock I was like oh my god um and um and the fact that he never did it again was really curious to me. I'm I'm not sure that I didn't blow the whole freaking thing because um, it was obvious that this was moving into some kind of romantic interlude. <laughs> and I, I feel like I blew the mood because I, like, and it was very sexy. I got to tell you, um, he, like... <laughs> He did this thing where he, he took off my glasses. And like I normally would like anybody else, I would have been like, what the hell are you doing? But when he took my glasses off, because, you know, he was my, at that time, my, you know, my person. I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> Sorry about my language. I try to not cuss in my, in my, my um podcast. But anyway, um and i and i requested like do you mind if i go take a shower you know and i felt like that and he never did it again it was one it was a one time deal but i really felt loved i did in that moment it was it was really cool that he took the time for that and and so i i, I totally kind of get what this guy is saying you know like you come home from a long day and and you're like, you're tired. And, and then like that somebody would take the time to, to set a, a mood or an intention, you know, a relaxation. And I, I, I get that. It's kind of romantic, isn't it? Like maybe this, this young person, this young man wants to be romanced back I mean, is it the entire responsibility of the male persuasion to do all of the romance in a relationship, is it? I don't think that it's all hers, and I don't think it's all his. I don't. I mean, I used to do a whole lot of stuff for him. Like, I... <laughs> I was like huge on sticky notes and I used to like leave all these like notes for him. One time I like hid them all through his closet. I hid a note in something um, in his closet so he would like find it. Um, and I was always like writing him these love notes and, and leaving them in places and... Um, I did a lot. I did a lot of little things to kind of, um, you know, and it, it, what really trips me up is that is that I'm I'm not entirely sure at this point 
if I really loved him. Okay, bear with me. I mean, because I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I don't know if I really loved him or if I just loved loving. If it felt just so good to love someone. I mean, you know, which is an interesting phenomenon, isn't it? I mean, he seemed, he seemed at the time like a good fit for me. We had a lot in common. We really did. Or it seemed like it. Um, but in a lot of ways, we were a complete mismatch because we, um, there, was a, there was just a mismatch in our personality that it, it really fell apart. Like it really didn't work. It didn't. And, and it wasn't like when I look back at the relationship, it was, it was, there was a really high percentage of it that was not good. And, and I wasn't able to see that when I was in the relationship, but having gotten beyond the relationship, I look back and I can see that I, in some ways, I was just in love with love. And I loved loving. I absolutely loved loving another human being. And, and having that, that interaction, that, that combination, that togetherness. Um, <clears throat> and so... <laughs> and so in some ways what i'm referring to right now is is completely the opposite of this war of relational op- like opposing like 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 these people who are supposed to be king and queen or king and king or i i think you can really put the, this to any romantic relationship and it would apply. I don't think this is just a gender thing. I really don't. I think it's a relational thing. And and this expectation about how we are going to be loved. Having an expectation about how we are going to be loved. And I think... And so I'm trying to figure out like moving forward in my life from from that experience of learning that it was in the act of loving. Okay, so I'm moving forward and I'm I'm trying to date people. I'm trying to date and and I I really could not get past the initial even compatibility piece to to get to like really kind of anything like any baseline and it it had nothing to do with whether i wanted to love this person or not it really didn't i mean i can love someone and and it's so much of a mismatch that 
I, I can't, <laughs> you know, there's this, there's this phrase that supposedly, um, Bob Marley said, you know, it's like finding somebody who is worth suffering for because your relationships have an element of suffering in them because love is such a risk. Like true love, to truly love someone is a risk. And and if you're going to like keep it all surfacey, you know, which keep it all surfacey, you, you know, you, it's like you really don't want to put that investment in. You don't really want to want to allow your heart but there comes a point where where our heart my heart just speak of myself I'm going to speak of myself where my heart I I, I can allow my heart to break I can my heart can break and I can still I can still survive and be okay and that and that my my heart you know at some point I like realized that my heart was like a a muscle and it was like it can expand and it can it can contract and it can it's really okay it's like it's okay my heart is safe because I can in some ways I'm protecting it but not even really that it's sort of like I'm I'm connected to the source of love. And it's sort of like that connection is so is so strong that that like and and and, and yeah the loss is like I don't really necessarily want to be with somebody that the loss of them would not in some ways break me because then I'm not necessarily getting the full experience I mean that was the beauty of the the whole last experience that I had was that I did I I, I jumped in and I risked and and my heart was involved in it yeah it got smashed it got broken I was broken I was broken <laughs> into a million pieces I was shattered I really was but then I just rose up, burned up, and I rose up, and I came back alive again. Stronger, better, more evolved, just... And so, and then what I had realized when, when it finally, the dust finally settled, and I, I... You know, because I guess I lost the object of my affection. I lost the person that I that I liked loving, that I enjoyed giving love to. And then I was like, 
Well, now what do I do? And so I, I turn to like loving myself, loving my children, loving my friends, loving my clients, loving my coworkers, loving my neighbors, loving my family, loving the people, you know, and loving birds, loving trees, loving butterflies, rainbows, you know, I mean, just, I just turn to just being, I just, we are just loving by nature. We just love because it feels good to love. And so, and so I think that the, when, when we get to a point or, or I'm not really sure, it's like, it's not even, but then I can't say, I can't say that, um, that, that it's, it's completely (laughs) because the writing a lot of times is on the wall for me, like that, well, first of all, of understanding. I mean, as you can imagine, like I have this whole secret life that I, I don't share. I don't share with, you know, and, and I actually haven't been dating for a while. I, I, the truth is I haven't been on a date in a while, um, a, a long while. It's been a while since I've even gone out on a date. Um, partially because I don't want to involve someone in, in my, <laughs> I don't want to involve someone in like, if I can't tell this person that I have this whole secret life and what that entails and, and have them have some sense of understanding about what I'm talking about. Well, what is the point? what is the point of having the conversation? And then like, and then, okay, well, then that makes the circle of men a lot smaller. A lot, a lot smaller. And so if I, if I, if I don't feel like, like there would be any understanding of, of the lifestyle that I have adopted um, you know, it's like, it's not just the run of the mill. It's like, okay, do you believe that, (laughs) go down my list. Do you believe that the God, the universe, the source of everything, you know, permeates, (laughs) permeates your, your, our existence and that we have the power to create our own reality and do you like okay go down the list you know instead of like do you read your bible I say do you meditate (laughs) do you meditate because if you don't meditate you're not going to get me you're really not going to get me if you don't if you don't every single day have attempting to have a connection to the source of everything that is like you know, I mean, I, I'm just being realistic here, you know, because like a lot of the the men that are, that appear to be in my pool, and I'm just saying to this point, and I don't know, um, first of all, they're not in that mindset whatsoever. They're not in the mindset of, of 
of like God, the universe. Okay, so let's just like then you bring out the subcategory, like they're not, or if they are into God, they're like a Christian. And it's like, I don't know that I, I'm not that kind of Christian. And so I don't, that, that kind of Christian is like, no way, no way, Jose, like not going to happen. You know, you're not going to like me because, you know, I don't consider myself a feminist, but I don't believe in that God. And so that's, that's like no way, Jose. So then it like makes a much smaller pool of people. And, and so (laughs) you can, you can kind of see the, the dilemma. So I just don't, I just don't, you know, I, I am, I am, I am excited about divine timing in my life. You know, sort of like, now I'm going to quote the Bible, you know, what God has brought together. What God has brought together. Two people that God has brought together. And so I'm I'm waiting on that, whatever that is and whoever that is. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm open to that. Um, and I believe, and I just don't, I, I don't understand this process. And so I'm just attempting to just let it go. <clears throat> but I've gone off, I've gone off here a little bit. Okay, so let me get back to my original topic. And that is the battle of the sexes. So <laughs> what I've started to notice about TikTok as long, among other things, is it has become quite a, um, a dating app. Like dating is like a dating app, like in some ways. And so, and I don't know if there's a disproportionate amount of women on this app, just to men, I don't know. But anyway, so I'm going to refer to this one man who came onto my For for You page like months ago. I don't remember when it was, but, and part of the reason why is because this person talks about politics a lot and I... I agree for the most part in his his politics. Like some stuff I don't agree with, but it doesn't matter. He all I'm trying to say is he doesn't bother me. <laughs> he doesn't bother me. Um and what I've noticed is is that he has gotten a massive amount of TikTok success. And He's like turned into this massive chick magnet. And there's all these like like women and I and I guess what he does is he he has like multiple accounts and then he gets banned on that and then gets he gets permanently banned on some of these accounts and so he just changes he just opens another account, I guess. Um and I don't know, well, what is ending up happening is, is you have a lot of conservatives that are coming on to his account and are are basically um, hitting him for hate speech, I guess, of some sort. And I don't know. He, But like yesterday, I watched one of his videos and, and he 
and he he like some of the thing what he said I was just it was shocking to me I, I just was like wow I mean and he really went off on this guy um but anyway you know and and he's not the only one I <laughs> That has kind of like when I watch their content, what I've started to notice is, is that having this massive, like following of these women who are watching their content, are are commenting on their content, and are, you know, basically boosting these people. And, and I, and I remember like the first guy, he had put one out one day talking about these women shooting their shot. And I don't know, he was, he was pretty upset. And I, and I just kind of felt like, I was like, you know, definitely getting something out of this this downpour of female attention and it appears that a number of these women would be very willing to rub their back and make them dinner <laughs> Okay, so 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 like bear with me here a second because this is like okay, so so but it appears that that's not really the type of woman that they actually in the end want. They don't necessarily want a woman who is. is in that space where she is willing to do anything for him. God, I, it's like right there, but I can't figure out how exactly to word it. It's just kind of like this feeling, you know. And so it's almost as if The original man that is caused that basically is like the poster child for this whole movement on TikTok of of these like I mean just enraged at each other in a way like and just pouncing on each other about this issue that women like men view that women should be fitting into these categories for their pleasure, that they should be a certain size, they should be dressing a certain way, they should be, you know, doing all these things, just just bending over backwards for the attention of a male, that somehow that that is their role in life. But when presented with women who to to one degree or another <laughs> okay so and i'm going to i'm laughing here because like honestly the prototype for the woman that 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 that, 
that these type of men would want are not going to be interested in them. Because they're going to be the type of woman who is going to have the expectation of a man taking care of them. I'm just going to say that. Because there's a reason why she is doing what she's doing. There's a reason why. I mean, first of all, just the way that she presents herself to the world, but also, you know, on some primal level, she is wanting to attract good mates, a good mate. And so she's not going to want that, that, that guy who is, generally speaking, unless she's got some stuff going on, some like pretty massive issues where she doesn't really think very much of herself. I mean, even if she's a, an attractive woman, she's, she doesn't think enough of herself that she's worth more than to just go in and love some guy. Okay, so... <laughs> and all of this is like truly in some ways just kind of nonsense because in an evolved type of relationship it's it's not based on that per se it's 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 based somewhat on just full on compa- compatibility having somebody who like really gets you and you are both both looking in the same direction in life you're both you both like in some ways have the same mission statement you're both like like um but and 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 it's sort of like i'm i'm but the but putting the appreciation of another person it is so amazing just to appreciate someone and it and it's based so what i'm trying to say is that like truly a, 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 a an unconditional loving relationship is 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 really based so much on on loving like but even there, I can love someone unconditionally, but that doesn't mean that I can necessarily go into any kind of romantic partnership with them. I mean, we can unconditionally love many people, but to to be in a partnership with someone, I mean like an evolved type of loving partnership, it is one that is based really on on positive attributes of just just loving like being on the same side camaraderie nurturing um caring for like you're caring for each other it's not it's not that that you know it is a willingness oh my god you've had a long day sit down and i'll let me get you a glass of wine let me like rub your shoulders let me like how can i how can i ease your suffering how can i ease your day how can i how can i make your day better 
you know, that's the loving way. Not like, how dare you have any expectation of me that I am going to be there to make your day better? Like, what is the actual point if we don't want to care for each other? What is the point? It's like, <laughs> it's like, what do I get out of it? What do I get out of it? Like, it's no. The getting is the experience of loving. It's, it's the, the feeling you get when you love another person, when you care for another person, when you... I, I'm going to give a little example and then I'm going to end this. I'm running out of time. <laughs> Like my son, my son has moved into um, an apartment. He was in the dorm, now he's in an apartment. And he had come to visit last weekend and I had taken him to, I said, do you need anything for your dorm? So we run over to Target. So we go in Target and and um, there was this mirror and we both really liked the mirror and and then he went down and in the Target where he's living, there wasn't the mirrors. So I go into Target and I I buy him the mirror. I, I, I just love that kind of stuff. I just love it. And then he went and picked it up now. And I said, send pictures. And so he sent me this picture, you know. Um, and I'd been seeing these advertisements for these like licorice. So I'm like, do you like licorice? And he's like, well, not really. I said, well, what kind of candy do you like? So I just like got him some, like, he said, I like those sweet tart rolls, ropes. So I'm like, okay. So I just sent him a whole bunch of sweet tart ropes. I just, I just love that. I love that. I love loving, love it. When my daughter comes into town and we go to shopping we go to a farmer's market I just buy her whatever she wants the whole day I just buy her whatever she wants I can't even tell you what that feels like for me it it, is just joyous whatever you want honey I'll get it just tell me what you want (laughs) yeah we had um she was, uh, my daughter has started PA school. She's going to be a physician's assistant. And she, before she had gotten into school, she had called me and she's like, she calls me mommy. <laughs> she says, mommy, like, how do I get in? Cause she, she's been working toward this since forever. And, and one of the things was, I said, well, one of the things is to act as though you already are. I mean, I, I kind of know these techniques, but I couldn't say verbatim that they were going to work. So she wanted this like thing for, I think you call it a lanyard, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is, but like for her badge when she got into school and it, it has this tab on it that says PA school or PA student or whatever. And and then it had like this heartbeat on a on the thing that you put on like your pocket. I don't know all the ins and outs, but I I said, okay, well, show me the one you want. And I had bought it. I bought it for her. And I felt like this was like, 
And I, I really enjoyed buying it for her, but it also was like this, putting this intention that she would get in and she did get in. It was very exciting. My daughter is going to be a physician's assistant. And, um, and uh, anyway, I hope this makes sense. I, I have this habit of making things not clear. So <laughs> anyway, I appreciate you listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.